0: Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. It's a cool and breezy 60 degrees here in the great old state of Massachusetts. Check one, two. I feel like my mic is like wicked low. It was actually 90 um, the other day, so loud enough whatever we're in full summer mode as, Which, as we're both wearing
1: uh hoodies i mean i showed up wearing a tank top and yeah, you're like dude you want a hoodie
0: because your tank top is literally cut off sleeves from your old basketball team you're scared i was gonna show the guns <laughs> yeah i was i was terrified <laughs> absolutely terrified welcome to the champions fantasy football podcast what's popping fellas What's up, man? How you been? I'm doing all right. My is Morgan Colbeck i got Rick Lemon with me, as always. What's going on? Um, we got some interesting stuff to get to, as uh, always. But today is is the Must Draft Wide Receiver Show. Last week, we did Must Draft Running Backs. Today, we're going to do Must Draft Wide Receivers for the 2021 fantasy football season. So we're going to do that. We're going to try to break down that as much as we have. But we have some breaking news in the beginning of the show that we're going to talk through um, first. First. Before we do that, check our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, search us, all that crap. Uh, if you are interested in writing for the Fantasy Champions, you're like, yep, I want to try to do this thing. Hmm. We might accept you. <laughs> that was such a ringing endorsement. <laughs> we might bring you on the team to write. We really do need a social media manager. He's yeah. pushing the social media guy. I am, because we need that, I think, the most. What are you saying? I'm doing a bad job? Is that... that No, it's
1: just, you know, kind
0: of hard to run the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's true. Um, Yeah, no, a social media guy. We're looking for a social media guy. Maybe a video editor. That would be interesting, Um, because I don't want a video edit. Yeah, something to take the load off. Uh, And then uh, definitely writers. Uh, So send over... A uh, not an application, but uh, DM us or send us an email saying you want to do any one of those things. And if you want to write, yeah, send us a send send us an article example uh, because everyone goes, I want to write for you guys, and then I don't get an example. Yeah. So and iPhone that's not acceptable. I'm gonna turn up my microphone in a second because I can't hear myself talking. if you're watching on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, leave a review, subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like and comment down below. Uh, I don't like to spend more than two minutes introing, and it's been three and a half. All right. So, let's get going. So uh, we just want to get to a tiny portion of news before we jumped into the must draft wide receiver portion of our program. And that's uh, a one-wide receiver that Rick is down on, a little bit just down on. uh, I mean, I still love him. Fourth round. He's value. His name is Julio Jones. And uh, a huge, huge – everyone was kind of talking about how he might get traded and – yeah, there was, there was a rumors floating around that that was going to happen, and we were kind of like, eh, it might happen, it might not happen. It probably won't, it'll stay a Falcon. That was everyone's consensus. And then he had a phone call today. I don't know if he knew he was on television <laughs> or Definitely not. Definitely did not. <laughs> Where he was on, uh, was Shannon Sharp, on, was it Undisputed? Is that what that yeah, show called? I think so. Uh, anyway, so he said that um, he wants out. Of Atlanta, he demanded a trade a couple months ago, or a month ago, or whatever, and then he doesn't want to go to Dallas. I thought that was funny. That was... <laughs> yeah,
1: because that's why they call him. Because Skip is a Cowboys fan, and he, he like was walking around in a cowboy hoodie. So Shannon Tribe's like, "Yo, you want to go to Dallas?" He was like, <laughs> "Nah, <laughs> no, I want to win." <laughs>
0: <laughs> the disrespect. So anyway, Julio is most likely going to be traded, which makes a lot of people are like, "Why would you? Why would you draft Kyle Pitts if?" If you didn't have Julio Jones, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm like, well, no, it does make sense because you have to replace Julio. But if you were losing Julio, it would probably makes sense to go in other directions. It's
1: it just boggles my mind. Like, yeah, you do have to replace Julio, but what? So that makes you go from a four win team to a four win team, right? Like, if you're gonna replace Julio and do all this, you, they should have just restarted.
0: They should have traded down. They should have got just, picks, yeah. yeah, or or drafted a. Or Justin Fields? <laughs> Maybe I don't anybody, know anybody else other than Kyle Pitts. It just feels like they have no idea where they want to go. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Kyle Pitts draft pick because this sounds like it was like pre-draft when he demanded this trade. Yeah, it so, is. He, I think he's been wanting to be traded for a while. Um, yeah, but let me let me Google. I'm gonna Google it right right quick because I don't want to give you landing spots that don't make sense, but, um, I've um, seen,
1: I've seen a lot of the Ravens, the Chargers, 49ers, Patriots,
0: um, best fantasy destinations first article to come up. So that 49ers Patriots, uh, 24, seven sports reported this, uh, 49ers Patriots included in rumored landing spots. Um, yeah, I know the Ravens again. Um, I want a list of
1: teams. I don't like to have a list I want on a here. List of teams, but <laughs> not the Cowboys. I'd go with Pats for Julio. The Browns, I've seen that. The Chiefs would be ridiculous, dude. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. They don't have the money.
0: I'm sorry about the um the screaming police cars in the background. Forgive me for that. They're after him. Yep, most likely. Um That's the take yeah, police. Yeah, so so uh, anyway, <laughs> the take police. The 49ers, the Patriots, uh, I don't see why the Bears, or I'm sorry. Yeah, the Browns definitely. He wants to win. The Bills, definitely. Kansas City, I could see. But those are the outliers. I feel like it's either going to be the 49ers or the Pats. Um, There's other teams that have been interested. I heard the Colts, too. The 49ers is like a weird one, though. But anyway, anywhere outside of Atlanta, like, I don't, maybe the 49ers, maybe the 49ers would make him. A decent fantasy asset. Yeah, but even then,
1: I mean, they got so many weapons on that team. Is Jimmy Garoppolo going to throw 40 touchdowns or even Trey Lance's rookie season? No, but... Hey, but if Julio does go to the 49ers, I'm all in on Jimmy G again for this year. All in. Let's go. Every share. Oh, you need...
0: A- oh, the Titans. That's another big one. Oh, yeah, I heard, I heard that uh, Tennessee... Yep. That would be a good one. And, uh, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown idolizes Julio Jones. Yeah. So he said he would give up 11 in a heartbeat or something like that. Yeah. For Julio. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, I don't know that anywhere he goes is going to be as good a place for him as Atlanta Yeah, because he has that connection with Matt Ryan. Now as a fourth round draft selection, even if he gets 120 targets or 130 targets, which would be a decrease from his norm or a large decrease from his norm, um, I still think he would probably end as like the worst good. wide receiver 15. That's kind of where I would, that's where I'm kind of at. But if you're going off the board as the wide receiver like 17, 18, 19, like, yeah, I don't I'm know. okay with I don't drafting know. that. I don't know. If he's gotten 100. Uh, if he 30s. goes to New England, just stick a knife in him, stick a fork in him. If Mac Jones is not playing, uh, that's
1: Cam's dead. guy, Julio. He's going to give him the ball. He's going to throw 40 touchdowns this year. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he threw i think one touchdown to a wide receiver last year so yeah. it's either it was either the wide receivers which it could be it could very well be a wide receiver well
1: but. it was like he's not as bad as the stats were obviously
0: but there were throws to be
1: had last year
0: fair and enough. that he did not make so yeah those those are kind of the landing spots for julio jones at this point um as far as fantasy is concerned from my perspective i'm not excited about anything outside of atlanta and, like, I would be okay maybe snagging him in the fourth round because he is a really good wide receiver. He's not really dealing with any injuries, and he's extremely talented. I mean, this could be it. This could be the year where he poops himself and just turns into an old man fully. Yep. Not that he hasn't been going that direction anyway, but, um, yeah, I just I don't know that anyone that picks him up is going to make – They're gonna he's going to make a team better, but he's not going to make a fantasy team better. <laughs> No. For sure. <laughs> Not really. So I I wanna see the effects too, uh by the way, of what happens when Julio if and when Julio Jones gets traded. Does he slip in drafts? Does he move up in drafts? He he's gonna
1: slip from I think from most landing spots. Okay. Unless, especially like New England, I mean, he will he will fall. Yeah, big time. But, and if,
0: but I'm like, if he if he falls past the sixth round, I'm totally okay with taking. Oh yeah, and redraft
1: hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So, anyway, I, I really don't mean, want much not.
0: startup leagues.
1: Yeah, I don't really want any part of Julio it. Dynasty unless you're like really and like you're in a fifty dollar league and you're like, this is my year to win the championship. <laughs> I just
0: need a, another flex. Like, okay, go get yeah, Julio, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, this is not this list of must draft wide receivers does not include Julio Jones in case you didn't know. Yeah, so, which is why we talked about so, it before. Yeah. Anyway, so um, if you have any questions about Julio Jones and what we think may or may not happen or anything like that, comment down below any of those freaking questions. Let's move on to must draft wide receivers. Uh, this is the this is the this is the meat and the meat and potatoes the meat and potatoes of this program. Um, so the first guy on the list is my guy. <sighs> He's your guy, but he's becoming my guy, too, so heads up. (laughs) Back off, bro. Back off. Well, you know what? I'll ask you that question when we get there. Okay. I don't want to give away the second guy already because you know how I do. Give him away right away. But uh, tell me why you think uh, (laughs) A.J. Brown should be a must draft. A.J. Brown last year played on two injured
1: knees and was still a dominant force. Um, if you remember that playoff game, too, he scored that massive, massive touchdown where he, like, trucked four guys and went in. And I was like, holy cow. Um, he also has a lot of vacated targets, as you pull out um, the reason why or he's number one on this list. Um, the the tit- Titans have 224 vacated targets this year. That's a, um, that's a lot of vacated targets. That is. And I have a feeling they're not all going to go to Josh Reynolds and Des Fitzpatrick. It's, there my, it is. it's my guy. Signed A.J. Brown jersey for everybody. I got to frame
0: this before I wreck it. Yeah, showing off the... I have a picture, too, if you want to see it. Showing off the jazzy. Um, I wish it was authentic, though. Yeah, so... Is it not authentic? The, 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 the signature is authentic. The jersey is not.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Still, that's pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, those are a lot of vacated targets, and they're not going to go to Josh Reynolds. Yeah. Um, and he still had 106 last year, 70 catches, 11 touchdowns, over 1,000 yards. Um the touchdowns are probably going to stay around the same mm-hmm. and now you add he only had dude he did that last year on 106 targets. If he just gets like yikes bro. If he just gets like 130, 140 targets, which
0: I think he will. I mean, that's your wide receiver one
1: in fantasy that you're going to I, I think
0: this round. is this is the reason why he's a must draft is because to me like Metcalf was great. Like, he's a great – and this is the, the direct comparison, I guess, of what A.J. Brown is. Yeah. Like, these guys are, like, even. and They're the, always compared. Because the A.J. Brown and the D.K. Metcalf people are at battles. So, like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, literally, I typed in A.J. Brown into Google, and the first guy that comes up right next to him is D.K. Metcalf. Yep. As another option. But he's ridiculous after the catch. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And I think that is part of the reason why he gets so many fantasy points. I remember I had a game last year where he had like two targets, one catch for like two yards. Yeah. And I was like, This is I'm gonna lose this matchup. And then he, he literally had three targets, two catches, and like a freaking seventy-five yard touchdown catch. Yeah, and I was like, that's 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 my guy. So no, I think I think that the big situation for for him more particularly is you want to see him get more target share. He only played in uh, what 14 games last year?
1: Uh, I think so. Yes. I think he missed two full games.
0: So he had 14 he only played in 14 games. Oh my land my computer's not gonna work this out today. Okay, hold on, let me go to game logs. I was in advanced <sighs> analytics. What? What? So anyway, he was what? inactive for two games. Was that because he got injured or was it because of COVID? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. So anyway, he was pacing out to 120 targets, 80 catches, 1229 mm-hmm. yards, 13 touchdowns. Um, and then he also had, uh, I want to say, he didn't have any rushing, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, all know. right. Because I know they use them in like end around sometimes too. But anyway. So yeah, he had an absurd amount of yardage and touchdowns, and at fifteen point three six yards per reception is already ridiculous. Um, if he continues on that pace, gets a hundred like with Corey Davis gone, that's the like you said the vacate. How many vacated targets? Uh, it was 200 And, 200,
1: 224.
0: and who did they add? List who they added. Josh
1: Reynolds. <laughs> okay, from the Rams. Okay, was okay. He'll probably get like seventy targets or something like that, and then. Des Fitzpatrick, the rookie, in, the, in like the fourth round, he could be a sleeper. He, he you know, fifty targets, let's say, okay. that's hundred and twenty. Oh God, <laughs> we still got about hundred and twenty-four. So right. Anthony, uh, it's Anthony Fisker, right? Tight end, tight end, yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably gets a target boost. You know, maybe t- 30, 40 <laughs> I more th- you were with Johnny. He gets a singular target.
0: No, he'll, he'll <laughs> get
1: he'll get more targets with John Ugon. <laughs> yeah, at right? the tight end position. And that still leaves about eighty. <laughs> Could AJ Brown? What
0: chances AJ Brown reaches one hundred and fifty targets? Oh, I think they're high. If he's fully very healthy, very high. high. Yeah. So I think if, that's where he's going to get. If that happens on his catch rate, okay, which which last year was sixty six percent. I'm just going to say it's yeah. sixty five. Okay, so you're fifty targets. I'm, Even giving
1: him one less percent.
0: Oh shoot, I did it wrong. Uh, Hold on a second. Let me do yeah, my math. Yeah. I mean. I if he gets 100 by 0. 0.65. Yeah. Okay. If he That's gets 97.5 catches. Yeah. On 150 targets. Now, uh if you take that and you extrapolate it on 15 yards per catch, it's 1400 <laughs> receiving yards. And uh and I would say about around 12 to 13 touchdowns again. I, the guy is automatically. He's automatically in the range of wide receiver one. Yep. Easy money. Yep and that's just that's why he's a must draft it's easy and he's a a what like the fifth receiver
1: yeah off the board right now
0: according to the fantasy Football Calculator so yes that is a steal yep absolutely Okay, so let's move on to the next guy because we don't want to spend too much time on AJ Brown by the way his ADP is 211 right now like what the frick yeah Oh, six receiver off the board I think actually. Yeah. Something like that. Uh Justin Jefferson is the number 2 guy. Now, I was going to ask you cuz this is your this is your guy. This is your this is your man's. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and
1: I'm in pretty much every dynasty league I'm in except, like one.
0: Okay, so Justin Jefferson or or um AJ Brown.
1: In redraft? In redraft.
0: I would rather AJ Brown. Fair enough. In dynasty? It's cl-
1: they I literally have them one spot. Like they're the, they're essentially the same to me. It's my dynasty one and my dynasty 2 or 3 and it's still AJ Brown though AJ Brown
0: is my dynasty wide receiver 1 so it just heads okay. up okay oh uh, that's <laughs> wow i i feel like i can do that now okay yep i have i can i can now justifiably put him as my wide receiver 1 in dynasty as well You're um welcome. i guess we're really high on AJ Brown yeah, that would be safe to say. Um, so must draft Justin Jefferson. Uh he had 125 targets last year. He was the wide receiver seven. Six? Seven? Yeah, wide receiver seven. He played every single one of his games, correct? That is
1: correct. I believe. I'll check right now. He didn't start though the first yeah, he did play all sixteen games, but he did not start the first two weeks. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pace out from yes, cause please cause he do did
0: that. he did actually start a couple of games. Oh my god.
1: But see, they just showed um, games started 14, games played 16. So, yeah, those first two weeks, uh, he did not start.
0: I think he only had yeah three okay, targets right. in each game. So after, after that – This is ridiculous, bro. After <laughs> after that first two weeks when they started him and he had nine targets, even like I, – I would even argue, I would go as far as to argue that he didn't really start getting a massive target share until like week six. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go from week six to week 17. He had 145 targets paced out, 100 catches, 1497 yards, nine touchdowns. He had more yards in the. Other I did one not there. think that a wide receiver in the uh, in the offense of the Minnesota Vikings could get 145 targets he, paced he out. He
1: did what Stephon Diggs did, and if anything, he was he got more volume. It's weird that the Vikings offense, man, it's
0: yeah, so game dependent. Wide receiver five from six, six to seventeen because
1: the Vikings will they they will run the ball in every game that they're mm-hmm. winning in and they will try to control the game and all this stuff but the moment they go down, they just start throwing it like they're the chiefs from 2018 or 2019 whatever <laughs> like and they go down a lot <laughs> yeah um they do uh if I can see what their schedule was like last year, there was a few games where mm-hmm. that happened uh, where, 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 where I got where they this. fell behind. Yeah, like big time, and then they just started. Th- oh, I think it was – no, not that one. Was it the Chiefs game? Oh, Seahawks game. I know they hucked the ball all over the place. There was a game where they, they might have won, and they came back, and they were throwing the ball all over the place at the end. Um, I think it was the Falcons game. There and there are games, though, where they are, they are trailing – I think the Broncos game, too, where they came back and won. There's another one that I'm missing. But there are games where he, they will like, they'll go down by like twenty points, and it's the fourth quarter, and yeah. so the Kirk Cousins trash time, which I talk he's about all the time. He just chucks it. Yeah, but I'm not saying Justin Jefferson's gonna have a better year than last year because I don't think he will. I think that offense is pretty much gonna be the exact same. The only difference is he's gonna be starting all
0: sixteen versus starting. So um, I think you'll see a he will see a tiny increase in target share. What are the chances well, overall, he gets 140 targets? Yes, because that be he. Fair? Yeah, is
1: that what he – he was on pace for like 145, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think he, whatever he was on pace for in the games that he started I think is what he will do. And he still finished last year as a wide receiver 7, not playing those – or not starting those first two games. You start him from week 1 to 17 this year, or 18, whatever, because the league changed. If you start him through all those games um, – Yeah, <laughs> he, we got to start thinking about that. Well, we
0: only do 16 weeks here, boss. Okay. Whatever. I mean, 17 weeks now. Week 17 championships are here. True. According to the fantasy football calculator right
1: now, he is what, the 303? hmm Third round, third overall pick, 10th receiver off the board. And he was the wide receiver six. Sorry, not even seven. He was the wide receiver six last year, not starting those first two games. He starts every game this year, puts up the exact same numbers he did last year. That's all he's got to do. He's got to be the same player he was last year. I think he's very right. capable of that. He's Adam Thalen still there. So not all the pressure is on him. Mm-hmm. He does that. He's going to be probably the wide receiver, like four, five, even wide receiver three, potentially. Yeah. Um, and you're getting that as the 10th receiver off the board, please.
0: And thank you. So I also wanted to note too, that he had 2.16 fancy points per target. I love that for wide receivers. If you're getting over two, you're he's in the deep ball guy. Yeah. You're, you're in an absurd situation. Um, now, I just did 140 targets for him at his fantasy points per opportunity, 2.1. Okay, I even dropped him .06. And uh, he had two, <sighs> 294 fantasy points that puts him through up. the whole season, which puts him at wide receiver two last year. And it puts him as the wide receiver one the year before yep. in the Michael Thomas big year. So I think there's a shot that either one of these guys, A.J. Brown or Justin Jefferson, can... And uh, dare I say, will be the wide receiver one in twenty twenty-one. I love it. One. I don't. I would bet AJ Brown if I were to bet between the okay. two. Yeah, because of the, there is not a lot of vacated targets in Minnesota. There's like none. Yeah. So, so so it's like he's gonna. The only thing he's getting is is the target share that he would have gotten if he started the full season. Yeah. So that's why I'm like one forty. But if he if he is as efficient as he was last but I year, fe- yeah, I still
1: feel really good about him being like a top five top six fancy and receiver. You're, talking about, you're getting them in the third round hopefully this adp is dead wrong because
0: it's disrespectful to have him no i hope a it's dead team. right bro what are you talking about <laughs> get a running it's back downright disrespectful to have justin jefferson at the 303 get a dude you if he, so essentially
1: you have like the 101 you take mccaffrey and then you're at the turn in the
0: second to third round you get aj brown justin jefferson Bing bang wow dude it's nasty i might start sweating um I think we're only going to talk about one more guy. Oh, you want to speed run? Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. we can speed run. Okay. Um, so w- we can speed run through three guys. in. S- I'm going to say six minutes. Cause I got the outro too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh DJ Chark is the next guy on the list. I, I, we were contemplating. Let's just say DJ Chark slash. slash there you LaVisca go. Chanel. Perfect. Um, so I'm not going to talk about Chenault at all, but I do like him. Nine. Val- yeah.
1: Ninth round is perfect. value. Honorable mention.
0: Now the last couple of years, DJ Chark has been uh, uh he's been kind of good and then kind Showed of not good. He's shown flashes, he's shown but flashes. he has never been able to put it together for a full season. So the big thing about DJ Chark for me is that he's finally getting a quarterback. Like in the past, he had did he play with Blake Bortles? Blake I don't Bortles? Know. I think he did actually Yuck, his first season in the league. So he was inactive for three games this past year. There were a couple of games that were really glow, uh, really gross. <laughs> yeah, he had a game two catches. Say. <laughs> um, but anyway, he paced out if he played the full season to um hundred and fourteen targets, sixty five catches, eight hundred and sixty nine yards, six touchdowns. So that that's what it would have had if he played in the three extra games. Still not that great. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bet that he's going to be better in for, in terms of catch rate because when you look at his uh numbers from last year I was going to say can we see his true catch um, percentage his true catch rate was 80% and I just want to give you uh to some perspective into that the true catch rate of Justin Jefferson was 88%. So um if he can if he can get a lot more catchable targets um last year he's number 99 in the NFL. I mean number 91, sorry, in the NFL in catchable target rate. Um, which was not good, and so I think with with Trevor Lawrence there, horrible. the only thing I'm going to be concerned about is that I think they might throw the ball a lot less than because they're trying to ease Lawrence back. Yeah, in. I could see so that. So like 550 like passing attempts are there, but like there is no one else in that receiver core besides maybe Travis Etienne. Yeah, I think Etienne will get targets. Chenault will get targets, but DJ Chark Marvin is going to be the is main fine guy fine as so, a third guy. But Chark is clearly the. The alpha question I'd is, wh- how many targets do you think he's going to have? What did he have last year? hundred. Uh, he had a paced out 114, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I think he can get a yeah, little, little bit more. I, so I do think overall they're going to try to run the ball a lot, like like you said, yep. ease Lawrence into it. Yep. But they will be down in games. I think they're going to have more opportunities in the offense um, because they were like, I don't know how many plays they ran last year, but I know it wasn't a lot. Right. They did run the ball a lot last year too, so it's not like they didn't throw it at all last season. So... I don't know. And I think with Trevor Lawrence, too, By they will use him in to start. But I think as the season goes mm. on, they'll let it loose a little bit more. Um, you said 114
0: last year he was on pace for? Yeah. I'll say he gets like 125, 130. Okay. So 125 times. So in his, in 20, uh, I want to say 2019, 2019, he had uh, 1. Uh, 1. 1.9 fantasy points per target. In 2020, he had 1.63. So if Mm -hmm. we just give him like 1.8, okay, just to be fair. So he gets 1.8 fantasy points per target. He's going to get 225 fantasy points on the season. If he does that, that would land him right around wide receiver 7 or 8, which is where you think DJ Chark is going to be. Now, the main reason for me, not necessarily that I think Chark is going to be a wide receiver 1. I would say that he's probably going to be low end. Like I would say high Mm -hmm. end wide receiver 2 is probably where I would project him to land, which is fantastic for wide receivers in fantasy football, by the way. But right now, he's going 7-1. And if you can get right, him right, at the that's, 7-1, that's the big thing, a a top 20 wide receiver in the seventh round that is most likely going to sit on your bench depending on the league that you're in, uh, It's that's a fantastic value. Yeah, I mean, and they actually the
1: Jaguars do have some vacated targets this year as well. Keelan um, Cole's gone. Because Keelan Cole's gone. So I think, let's see, they threw the ball a decent amount last year. They had... Yeah, they, have, they actually threw the ball a lot. They had 616 do passing you, Do you attempts. think that's going to happen for Lawrence? I think I think they'll run the ball a little bit more than that. But yeah, fair enough. But, again, with the vacated targets, I, I, do you think Marvin Jones gets all 88 of those? Because he's pretty much the Keelan Cole replacement.
0: I don't think so. Yeah, no. Tyler Eifert's not getting 60 targets again, too. Yeah, so Chanel could definitely hit like one ten to one twenty, and then I sure. think Chart could hit one one twenty five to one thirty five, yeah. and and then.
1: Marvin Jones slides in there somewhere with ET. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But Marvin Jones, like, he's an old man. I mean, he's a good, play- he's a really good third receiver, but yeah. that's what he is to me. He's a third receiver. So I would
0: most definitely draft, like, Chark, yeah. especially it's on that. And Chanel, too, at that Must, spot. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, The fourth guy, we're just going to quickly, yeah. well, I'm just going to tell you these two guys. So we have CD, CD Lamb. Lamb and DJ Moore, who we'll talk about in the future. Um, uh, CD Lamb, he's going at the 4 9, so he's a little bit pricier. But he is a fantastic wide receiver. He's in an offense that throws at 600 million times a game. And uh, and I think that he's going to get a target share as the number two wide receiver on that team and might reach 130-240 targets based on what he did last year in terms of... Uh, let me pull it up really fast so I can not talk unintelligently about this player. But he had 1.92 fantasy points per target. So obviously if you give him 140-150 targets, he's he's going to be in a really good like area um maybe a wide receiver one and then obviously dj moore i he, rick likes him a little more than i do i think six two is probably a good spot for him and you have the new quarterback that might upgrade him just slightly but we'll see well so my i'll just quickly say with dj Moore in the sixth round i think it's great value
1: no walmart intended um <laughs> he had 118 targets last year and just 15 games, so you give him a 16-game season, he's probably at 130. He had 130 the year before that. Yeah. He's a very good receiver. He's had over 1,000, over 1,100 yards in both seasons with Cam Newton and Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterback. If Darnold is just any better, just even slightly better than either of those guys, that's going to be a bump. He's only had 10 career touchdowns yeah. total in three seasons. He's had four the last two, Yeah, and it's not like he's, he's playing in every game. He just literally has no touchdowns. Four touchdowns in back-to-back seasons, so Let's say that number goes even just like six. Yeah. He goes up to six touchdowns, is a little more efficient, gets a, mm-hmm. a few more catches, maybe gets twelve hundred yards. He was the wide receiver twenty two last year with those numbers. You yeah, add an be up. I mean, that's like wide receiver 15. like yeah. top yeah, top yeah. fifteen. I think that's very likely for him.
0: Uh yeah, so anyway, those are your must draft wide receivers. AJ Brown. AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, DJ Chark, C D Lamb, and then DJ Moore. Yes, with Chennault. So Chenal slash slash yes. honorable <laughs> mention. So there's your must draft list of wide receivers. Um get, get them in every single one of your leagues. We got a mock draft Thursday. Check it out. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF